Hey, everybody. Milo's in a cat shit room. <laughs> so what's even funnier is they have three cats, and but th- there are four litter boxes opposite of me. Uh, I'm here. I'm going to actually turn also, the, literally so you guys can, if you can see that. Oh, oh like, wow. so you're looking straight at them. <laughs> looking just straight at four litter boxes. So you're like in a laundry room with a with like four cat litter boxes. Yes. That's where your friend sent you to do a podcast? <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about the best musical artists or bands of the 80s. British. Oh, yes. I totally forgot that. Yeah, so that is why we have Kev Bamboo here. He is an actual British person. Real life one. There you go. So welcome they're to the show. They're not just mythical, they're real. <laughs> they're not <laughs> mythical. I actually exist. Yes. Uh, so as we've established, you're from England, Kev, right? That's correct, yeah. And the Midlands. So most people don't know what the Midlands is. Uh, explain the Midlands to us. <laughs> so basically the Midlands in a nutshell is I am Robin Hood. I am from where Robin Hood. So if you know about that, then yeah, Robin Hood oh, is from sweet. the Midlands. Is, are there hobbits there too? I have auditioned to be a hobbit once, but I didn't get a role. I was too tall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do personally, yeah, I do personally know Pippin and Merry. So that's, you know. Oh, that's cool. Like the real guys who played them? Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, they, they got hairy feet and everything. Like, uh, just... <laughs> See, now you're legitimizing our podcast, though, because we're talking about the best musical artist, British artists or bands from from Britain, and you're Brit British. So does that mean you get, like, a little bit more vote power than we do? Ooh, I don't know. It's your show. Um, so to keep this moving, how this is going to work, and uh, to our audience... We each have two British bands or musicians or artists from the 80s. And we're going to basically take a turn. Each of us will provide our British artists. And I haven't told Kev or Jamie this. You have one minute and 30 seconds. So you have 90 seconds, basically, to pitch your artist or band as to why they're the best. And then there is a two-minute rebuttal that the other two can argue as to maybe why they're not or discuss. And then it'll go to the next person. And then the next person has 90 seconds to pitch their artist and two minutes rebuttal. And that's it. And so we're just going to jump into each of those. So it's a way of one, keeping it reasonably short and two, to the point. So there's a little twist I threw on it for the two of you guys. Dang, I thought we were going to have a good time. That was like a job interview. <laughs> Hey, you can you can have a good time in 90 seconds. My girlfriend tells me that all the time. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, you did Ah, <laughs> oh, too much. Too, yeah. Too well, yeah. And really, we picked the 80s, but you could pick any decade since rock and roll was invented. Mm-hmm. Like rock and roll and pop came out like in the 50s. And then the British were like, hey, look what they're doing over in the pond. I think we can do that. And, and, you, and they totally did, right? And, and they nailed it. So the whole rock and pop thing is like synonymous with 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 Britain because like there's a British invasion every decade, every decade. Oh, the British invasion. Oh, the British. Yeah, that's every decade because they they just produce awesome pop and rock and they've just been doing it since it was invented. So this is going to be fun. 
So who wants to go first, I guess, is the question. Uh, I, I'll, I'll do it if, if everybody else kind of nervous. You know, right, let's let's let Jamie go first. Kev is a guest. We like, don't want to do put first. him on the spot. So what, uh, what is it? You want me to eat it first? Yeah. What is it? You don't know? <laughs> I'll test it out. I'll eat it. Okay. Jamie, are you ready with your first? Okay, go. Okay, I'm picking the cure. Because here's some things I like about the cure. One, they're kind of new, new wavy, but they're not too new wavy. Like some new wave bands are like, they're, they're like really new wavy. And you look back at it, it's like, oh man, that's super new wavy. But they're, they're kind of cool and new wavy, but without being like super extremely new wavy, right? And they're also poppy. They're, they got really catchy tunes like the Monday song and the Friday song. And they're singing about all those days of the weeks. And, and, and it's, it's poppy stuff. And you're in the car. You're just like, that's some poppy stuff. I love that. But it's not like super 80s cheese poppy, right? It stands the test of time. You can listen to the Cure music now and you can like kind of dig it. And it's cool and it's not too poppy. It's got subtle undertones of kind of sadness, but it's still kind of upbeat. And you can listen to it today and it stands the test of time, right? And I like their whole gothy style because it's weird and it's their own. So it's kind of like this gothy mix with the new age mix with the kind of pop mix. And it's just got their own thing going on. And I, I dig their music. I dig, I dig how weird they, they are. They're just kind of weird, especially the lead singer, Robert, Robert Smith. He's a weird guy. He looks weird. He does weird. He's just a weird dude, but he, he it, it works. And that, that's why I really like the cure. Cause I can listen to their, their stuff today and even though it's all synth and, and poppy and, and, and all that, it's still that their kind of music really, really kind of te- stands the test of time. And I think it that works. sound effect means you time is up. <laughs> Dang, that's short, dude. <laughs> yeah. Stalvos. And you Darth, you Darth Vader'd me too. That, that You're was... like, <laughs> your time is up, Admiral. Now, Kev, how this will work is you and I, of course, have a two-minute rebuttal. So I'm going to start. Why, why don't you get 90 seconds? You guys got two minutes to like tell me I'm full of crap. Because that's the way it works. <laughs> all right. So uh, first of all, you mentioned, uh, what was it, Monday or Friday, I'm in love. That song came out in the 90s. That's actually not an 80s song. Oh, down. Down point. Yeah. So that's a down. Uh, in fact, a lot of their songs came out in the 90s and some of their songs came out in the 70s. So, no. so there's a rebuttal. Kev, do you have anything? Uh, for me, I, I kind of like dig the, the weird elements that you're feeling from it. But for me, it's a little bit kind of almost too niche to be put in the best. So, yeah, I'd say it's just a little bit too kind of out there for some people. Yeah. The thing with The Cure is they have been around for a really long time. Another uh, thing about The Cure is it's not the original band. The only person yeah. who's an original member of The Cure is Robert Smith. Uh, it has changed multiple times in regards to uh, additional band members over those years. Yeah, so it's more kind of like, like, like Robert Smith. Yeah. Okay, Kev, you first, then Jamie. Yeah, I'll just you say, you know, it's kind of <laughs> I'm, sure you, I'm sure you said Kev. I did. Kev, go. <laughs> Jamie, shut up. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was just going to say, yeah, it's basically like kind of like, you know, when you get bands that are like such and such and there because it's like that guy's kind of stayed along the whole journey, but they then added people along the way. So, all right, Jamie, you were saying, well, you remember that, that, that thing about that, uh, about the, if, if that ship was like made, if he replaced everything on the ship over time, is it still the original ship that 
I think that's a like that whole philosophical question of at what point did that ship after you replaced almost everything, can you call it the same ship? Mm. And there's no answer to it. It's yeah. just a philosophical thing, right? You know what that sound means. Your two minutes are up. Kev, now that you know the format, I'll let you go next. Yeah, Mom. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Go. Okay, my band of the 80s of choice is actually going to be the Smiths. So it kind of follows that kind of melancholic vibe that kind of the cure has got. But I think they were even more kind of controversial. And I think for me personally, I love that because I'm a little bit kind of anti-establishment. And I really love like any band that not necessarily speaks politically, but just says, you know what, we're not going to toe the line. We're going to just create a load of content that's, you know, it might piss some people off, but we're just doing what we love doing. And if people don't like that, then, you know, who cares? But they've got, I think like with one of their like most famous kind of tunes is um, I haven't got a stitch to wear, which is, which is a cracking tune. Um, I mean, I'm sure people in the States, will have heard it. You know, it's the Smiths. So that's what I'm going to say. It's the Smiths. So you don't even know a full 90 seconds to pitch your band. You can, you can do it in 60. Not, not needed. Yeah. <laughs> just. That's how cool they are, man. <laughs> you can take that 30 seconds and shove it. They don't need it. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just going to go and light a cigar or something. Not that I've got any on me, but. No, we dropped the mic over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all stop smoking yeah, we, over here. We just I just got my smoking bike. jacket on, get a cigar, <laughs> sharpened up. Oh, uh, 60 seconds. Jamie, <laughs> our rebuttal starts now. So good job of picking a band that actually was active in the 80s. Uh, they started in the 80s. They kind of broke up at the end of the 80s. So bad, of course, the fact that they could only make it like, what were they together? Like seven years before they split apart and, you know, had what, two albums or something? Like, I don't remember the actual number of albums that they had as a band. Yeah, two two mainly two well known ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they weren't they weren't huge. Um, Morrissey actually was probably more famous after he left the Smiths, perhaps than when he actually was with the Smiths. So there's something. Um, and I mean, you know, I I like the Smiths, and I like actually Morrissey when he was on his own. But he is kind of a douchebag. Oh yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I can't. <laughs> Yeah. And I know I know some of the Smiths, so I like the Smiths, and I know some of their songs. But I think they're kind of, um, I don't know, a little on the underground side, which I think is what people think is cool about them. But then it's like, well, I don't know, not not everybody knows you or your music. So now you have to say, well, if you're kind of on the underground side, can you be the best? Like, you can, can you really be the best and be kind of on the underground side where I, I can ask a bunch of people around the eighties and they might not even know the Smiths here. Like they might not even know. Um, and if you, if you give them a good like song from them, they'll be like, yeah, well, okay, well, oh, we get it. But it, it's kind of underground, which again, uh, is why they're cool. But I, yeah, I was going to say, that's my little argument back would be that, you know, in some ways, what bands can you do with that with today with a lot of people where you can say, Oh, you know what? actually, you know, this band and you can introduce someone to some new music. And that's, that can be quite rare sometimes, especially with a previously established band, not like a new band that's coming out. So that's, that's surely a plus, you know, you can just like a, it's a selling point when you're out, you can just be like, Oh yeah, you listen to these guys. As, as we did there. I see what you did I, there. We did, I stole back 60, my 30 seconds. <laughs> you just did 60 seconds and then we did 90 seconds of rebuttal and you stole that 30 seconds back. 
Clever. That's nice. Very clever. You, yes. Reclaim. You are from Robin Hood land indeed. <laughs> I robbed your time. <laughs> yeah. What, we got the sheriff in Nottingham and King John over here going, what? <laughs> Okay. So uh, my turn, gentlemen. Uh, we'll start now. So I'm going to start with Billy Idol. I mean, when you think 1980s British badasses, you think Billy Idol. You got Money Money, which was like top 10 on the charts back in the 80s. And he was huge. Yeah. I mean, he started in the 70s. He was huge in the 80s. He still plays now. And he's still that total like indie punk badass. Like when you think glam British pop rock music from the 80s, you think Billy Idol. You know, uh, great albums like his first album, Billy Idol, his second album, Rebel Yell, his third album, Whiplash Smile, and then even his third, fourth album, Charm Life, which actually technically came out in 1990, <sighs> but, but clearly he wrote it and recorded it in the 80s. So that works as well. And like, just like he wrote Motorcycles. I mean, come on. Anybody who rides motorcycles is a badass, as we've established by the fact that I'm into motorcycles. Um, I mean, and just like you can't think British rock stars without thinking Billy Idol, right? Mic drop. Ten seconds left. Look, look, I like Billy Idol, right? But he's here's something that kind of annoys me about him, though, is he he's almost like a cartoon character of kind of punk 80s with the really blonde spiky hair and the outfit and the tongue and the, and the motorcycles and even the way he sings and a ribbon. Yeah. I like it. Don't get me wrong. But now that, that I look back, I'm like the best. I don't know. He, he's a cartoon character, man. He's like an 80. He's like the same as like Pee Wee Herman or Ernest P. World. It's yeah, Billy when, Idol. A, when a Billy Idol song comes on the radio, do you not sing along with it? I'm not saying that I don't, but I'm saying he's a cartoon character, bro. He's like Pee Wee Herman or Ernest P. Worrell or Mr. T. He's like a he's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, character. he's he's definitely got that kind of caricature, almost you know, almost not quite parody, but you know, he's he's a bit of a yeah. I would say he's kind of like a bit of a caricature. A caricature. Almost. Come on, yeah, white wedding, serious. huh? White Wedding? White, White Wedding's a great tune, but I mean, name, oh, I was going to say name another, but you've named, you've named, <laughs> name, name another again. I'll name multiple it's okay. songs. It's, it's like it's okay to like Pee Wee Herman and still think, yeah, kind of a goofy dude, right? It's the same with Billy Idol. He's, he's like, a, he's a character. He, the motorcycles and the blonde spiky hair and the rebel yell. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, I think it's more about the kind of image of him rather than the music. And even the music is kind of like that. Rebel, yeah, white wedding, ooh, sex and rock, yeah, my spiky hair. <laughs> yeah, it's very like, oh, we're just, it's just, yeah, this is rock. And it's like, but trying too hard, you know, like an uncle, an uncle walks in the room and goes, I'm, I'm rock, you know, and it's like, no, you're not. It's like, you're just rock in fancy dress. Well, maybe in the 80s, definitely. <laughs> Right. Time's up, guys. Time's up. Time's up. No more. Time's up. Milo's not not happy about that. (laughs) Billy Idol haters. Billy Idol haters. Oh, man. man. What a rebuttal. (laughs) (laughs) I should have. I I saw how disappointed you were, too. Like your face and your your cat room. Just kind of like. 
I didn't think you guys would really take this rebuttal thing that serious. He's kind of like a little kid. And someone just said, like, your your hero is, is a piece of cash in. You're like, ooh, that's so mean. Oh, how could you hit on Billy Idol? I think Billy Idol's in your audience, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a, He was a fan of this show until he listened to you guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie, you ready with your next one? All right, you ready with my next one? I'm ready. And go. I'm going to pick Def Leppard because they rock. Um, and I, I, I think that they do rock, and, and their band rocks. I think that their songs rock. Um, and I, I really like their symphonic sound. So they when they, they rock and then they all come together in that kind of har- harmonious symphonic sound that they do. Um, and and I, think, I think that they rock. And 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 here's another cool thing is they're they're still like on tour they're old and stuff man and and you could tell they're they're they have far less years ahead of them but they're still rocking and and even like they do their old songs and they're old but you see them on concert and they still do a good job of it um so they really rock i like their symphonic sound i think they're kind of one of the most iconic sounds of, of rock in the 80s and I got to give it to these guys that they still rock today um, and they still tour and stuff. And I totally want to like go to one of their shows. But yeah, out of, out of all the British rock bands and there's so many in the 80s, this 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 one kind of just stands out for me, um, mainly because there's so many good songs that, that you can just sing along to. Uh, and that symphonic action rocks. So there it is. I, I love Def Leppard. I can't hear they can't hear me when I say that, but I, I love them. All right, good, good, good. Uh, you had five seconds left there, so we'll just stop it there and before we uh, switch to our rebuttals. I'm going to start with a story about a friend of mine uh, who you actually know, Jamie, you met her. And she in Seattle, and she she calls me one, or texted me one time, and she's like, hey, Milo, uh, Def Leppard's coming to town. You want to go to the concert? I'm going to go see them, and I'll get tickets and stuff. And I'm like, and I was like, no, I don't want to go see uh, Def Leppard because I'm not in high school anymore. And I no longer, <laughs> that's why I don't want to see Def Leppard. Yeah. Um, that's it for my rebuttal. <laughs> wow. That is, that is harsh. Uh, <laughs> I would just say the thing about Def Leppard is, it's like you took, you almost brought up your own rebuttal, Jamie, in there by saying, you know, they're, so kind of like old and past it now it's like you know give some of the other guys a chance now you know it's you've done you've done your time you've had your era you know that was your time let these guys let these other guys because you said it yourself every decade you know someone someone british else comes back in come on move aside it's true like they were huge in the 80s like i mean i had multiple def leppard seat well first i started off with cassettes and then i switched to cds of def leppard uh, because huge fan, right? But the reality is they're still around, but all they're doing is playing their old songs. It's a bit like my uh, my annoyance and everyone, I'll probably, you know, I will get cancelled now. It's my same feeling with like the Rolling Stones. Um, it's just, come on, you know, just 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 give it up. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> and even Tom Jones in the UK is like, you know, there's all those kind of artists that, They've done some great stuff, but it's time to kind of stop now. It's like Paul McCartney, you know, just there's there's the coffin. Just, just, <laughs> just, wow. just, shut, just shut the lid. On the, on the you lid. heard it here, audience. <laughs> Kev Bamboo 
says to Paul McCartney, here's the coffin. <laughs> no, lawsuit, lawsuit. <laughs> it's going to be like pitchfork people outside your cabin or cottage or whatever, whatever you guys got going on. In my Hobbit, Hobbit hole. In yeah. Hobbit hole. <laughs> Oh, oh man that's harsh yeah somebody's gonna be kick, somebody's getting kick, kicked out of the country for that statement hey man you can hey we're a sanctuary city here in seattle bro so just let you know man sanctuary away. city <laughs> okay good stuff uh kev you're on uh you're on deck for the next and go Cool. Okay. So my second was, I, I was a little bit torn because I kind of had two, but then I wasn't sure if I could have this one because technically it's a solo artist. So if I can't, then I'll go on to the band. Solo artists are fine. Okay. So David Bowie or just Bowie. I mean, do the, does there really need to be any rebuttal there on David Bowie? <laughs> All right. So I'm just we, telling you guys now. Should we, just stop, the, should we stop the clock there? Favorite tune of that of his, I would say, is "Let's Dance," because Good. it is a tune that, regardless of what kind of genre you like, you know, if you've got a real favorite genre or whatever, that tune comes on. I think you get up more than you would if Billy Idol's "White Wedding" comes on. I think "Let's Dance" comes on, and even if you can't dance, you dance. Uh, okay, I'm just going to stop the clock on this one. So I, I love David Bowie. I would, I would suck his dick any day of the week. Uh, that's how much I love David Bowie. Even his, even his dead. Well, you know, yeah, is, maybe, maybe not now, maybe not now, but when he was alive. Uh, and, but, but here's the, here's the thing with David Bowie. Like he seven, he was a seven. I mean, yes, he did stuff during the eighties, but really his big hits were from the seventies like less less dance was 82 man like when did china like, girl come out anybody know like china girl was that 80s i think that 70, was i might have been 78 i think that was late 70s as well um so yeah he he was he was he, david bowie is fantastic but i don't think of david bowie as an 80s artist i think oh of, man i All think the makeup for me yeah i think david bowie was an all-time artist like if we were thinking like greatest British artists ever to have ever existed, David Bowie, you know, clearly, clearly the top of the list, but which would include the eighties too, which would include the eighties <laughs> as well, would include the eighties as well. But, uh, but the eighties, I don't think of him as an eighties artist. I don't know. But he had a lot of influence on the eighties because his fashion, like in the late, you're 70s, supposed to be rebutting here, Jamie, but, you're not supposed to be defending thing, him. His, his fashion in the late seventies, was like I think it was the trendsetter for the whole glam thing you saw in the eighties. I think it was the trendsetter, yeah. And he married Iman, dude. Yeah, it's it's hard to dispute David Bowie because he, I mean he he was a god. There there is no doubting that whatsoever. Like, yeah, You're absolutely. In Seattle not. at the Mopop, they had a whole exhibition come that come in, and it's all about David Bowie. If you got your own museum exhibition at the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, there's nothing. There's nothing I can say to that, right? I can't rebut that. No, you win. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's pretty big because I didn't I didn't know that. Except for I would argue he wasn't an '80s artist. He was an all-time artist. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and that's why i didn't put david bowie on my list by the way 
That's why I actually he was kind of on my list, and I, I, he, he so I can't really rebut because he, he might have been on my list too. If we did three or four, he would have definitely been on my list. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, my next one is the Cure. Actually, the Cure was also on my list, Jamie. I know. Oh wow! So the thing is, like the Cure were so fantastic and so iconic of the 1980s. Uh, they, their biggest hits came out in the 80s. The Dis- uh, Disintegration album came out in 1989, uh, which is one of those albums like cer- there's certain albums like you know Pink Floyd and, and, and other albums that you can listen to from beginning to end. And the entire album tells a story and is just a beautiful album. And you can still listen to it to this day. It was fantastic. Uh, just Like Heaven is such an amazing song. Nobody dislikes that song. Everybody loves that song. And it's one of those songs, like it's so such a great song that there are YouTube videos out there of people like dissecting that song and discussing why that is such a great song. Um, the, 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 the thing with The Cure is like, yeah, I mean, yes, they they started in the 70s. They've gone into the 90s. And as as I pointed out to Jamie's uh, list there, some of the songs, a lot of their music was 90s. But the 80s is really, when you think 1980s, Cure, you think that iconic band of the 80s. And, and I can't continue anymore either because, you know, it's the Cure. Go, Jamie. Now, now, now do a well, rebuttal. Go against what I said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, have, you have to now go against a band you listen to. got a double standard here. Your, you know, your own choice. Yeah, Kevin brought up some good points, though, that like I was thinking, like if we say the best of the 80s, you know, I, I would say, but I could say, I could see where you could argue that there, there are other British artists and bands that are better. Um, they, they, you could make that argument. Um, and then, yeah, the whole gothy thing, maybe like look isn't for everybody. Um, but I think their songs are definitely for everybody. If you didn't see who, like how weird they looked when they made that song, you might think it might be, it could be anybody. And the thing is, people think of them like goth and depressing, but really not. A lot of their music is very poppy and upbeat. Yeah, it's upbeat stuff. And and you, you look at the band, you think, oh, that's kind of like some industrial goth metal kind of stuff. And then yeah. you listen to it and they're just like heaven. It's like, that's kind of nice. My, my only real argument on the whole kind of, cure thing is that if you've managed to have like adam sandler almost rip you like i mean <laughs> that's 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 pretty that's pretty tough you could say it's a tribute but it's it's not it's not really a tribute is it when adam sandler does you know uh, basically a rip off of, of the cure i think um, it's a tribute it's like it's a parody it's like a weird, weird al yankovic i mean that he's telling you that but he it's, loves but it's your Adam's- stuff but it's Adam Sandler, though. You know, it's, <laughs> imitation it's, is the greatest form of flattery. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. True. I, I, Billy Idol yeah. was in Or a caricature of Billy Idol was in an Adam Sandler movie, too. No, Billy was, Idol was actually in an was, Adam Sandler in movie. It, he was, yeah. he was like, in on the airplane. You don't yeah, talk to Billy Idol like airplane. that. He's like, wasn't he in the same movie in The Wedding Singer? Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. so basically, the cure got ripped in The Wedding Singer. Billy Idol. Got to appear. <laughs> <laughs> got to appear as a character. All so. right, guys. Time's up on uh, some. Time's up on the cure. I've seen them in concert twice. I saw them at the Gorge in Washington State in Seattle in the '90s, and I actually saw them here in London uh, at the O2 uh, a few years ago. Oh. Uh, it was fantastic. Nice. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. 
I would say let's throw this out as a Twitter poll, Jamie, of the each of our bands, and see what the uh, what the Twitterverse says. Let let the let the sanity of the Twitter democracy decide. Yeah, That's I mean. right. Let those in the know make the decisions. And there you had it, eighties and nineties uncensored listeners. This podcast has come to an end. Thank you, Kev, for joining us and giving us some legitimate British cred. No problem. Robin Hood all the way. <laughs> all right. And as always, we are out of here like British music that went from Brit pop of the 80s to Brit flop of the 90s. Yeah. Goodbye. Because, you know, like the 90s, you had like the Spice Girls and Oasis. Spice Girls and- and- <sighs> Yeah, but there were some good indie bands, man. Like you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta explore some of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe a later episode. We'll have you back for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>